What is going on, everybody? We are back with the next episode of the podcast. This is episode three. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about this one because our main topic today is season one, episode three of Talking to Winter Soldier. Power Broker was the name of the episode. Yep. And I was excited, too. Very so, excited. For those of you that may be new to the podcast, whether on YouTube or Spotify or Google or wherever else, you, know, you can hear our voices, our lovely except voices, except for iTunes. Yep. Um, <laughs> we have spoilers. We have adult language, mostly me. Uh, I try to keep it like PG. I try sometimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if you do not like spoilers or you do not like adult language, this is your chance to turn away. Like now, <clears throat> so for our introduction. I always try to come up with something for us to talk about. And it just... And <laughs> this one, Ralph. Oh my God. What is your least favorite Marvel movie? Or should I say, what Marvel movie do you dislike the most? X-Men Origins Wolverine. That's it. Origins yep, Wolverine? The, the claw. That little claw thing. I was like, oh God, that was... <laughs> <laughs> Who got paid for that? That's like five uh, cent claws, man. But yeah, mine is a tie. Oh god, between any of the Punisher movies. Yeah, I forgot about those too. I tried to ignore those, like they didn't exist. <laughs> and any of the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider movies. <laughs> yeah, those can die in a hole too. <laughs> who, who, whoever put those together, in my opinion. Did not do a very good job. Somebody was bored. Hey, they wanted to make a quick cast grab. They said, oh, Nicolas Cage, let's use it. Like, 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 why? Why? And I don't even know who played any of the Punisher movies. That depends on the movie. Yeah, okay. Right. So, yeah. Wow. I, I, I hear Hellcat in the other room wanting to comment because she likes the the the, 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 both of them, actually. She likes both of them? Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> She's in there clearing her throat. Like um, not so. <laughs> last week in Marvel news, this is the segment where we talk about news. Now, here is the thing: I stopped keeping up with news last week, to be a hundred percent honest, on April Fool's Day, right? Because I, I know for a fact um, a lot of things happened on April Fool's Day that were fake news. And at that point, I was like, I'm just going to have a week right out and keep what we got. And I thought I was doing and so great when I was looking for news. And I said, and then I saw a date. I said, oh, I feel stupid I had, now. I had, I had to remind him it was April Fool's. <laughs> Literally. Like a couple times, like twice. Like, dude, it's, it's April Fool's, bro. Like, All right. So this is last week in Marvel News. Right, right. All right. So Jeff Goldblum. Blum. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Um, was spotted in Australia, which points to him reprising his role as the Grandmaster in Thor Love and Thunder. Hmm. Wow. Um, a lot of people are actually excited about that. I mean, he... Didn't really. I mean, he was okay. Yeah. I mean, right. It was like, eh. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a big uh, Grandmaster fan in terms of that character. Right. He just. He it, just it, it definitely yeah. fits Jeff Goldblum as a character. I mean, yeah, he was kind of whack, like wacky and crazy. But as far as like anything else, I, he, he didn't have nothing memorable. Like, oh, okay. Like, oh, I remember him doing that. Like, I remember the Hulk and, and Thor's fight, and that's pretty much what I remember from that movie. Other than that, I mean, okay, sure. All right, go ahead, take the next. One. Daisy Ridley is open to join the MCU after rumors surface she could play Spider-Woman. I really don't want Daisy Ridley at all, actually. See, the problem is you're oh. seeing her only as Ray. Yep, and that's the problem. That's the biggest problem. You have a bad problem with this. Okay. And then this is something I'm just being honest with you about. No, no, no. You see these people and don't think they would make good characters in those roles because you're judging them based off of other performances. See, the problem is, for me, I think she did great mm -hmm. as Ray. Right. She was not the problem. Okay. With that movie, the writing was the problem. Okay. 
Um, I think she would actually make an amazing Spider Woman. Now I heard the rumors before I heard that she. Cause so th- this right. is how this actually went down. There were rumors going around that people were like thinking she was going to be Spider Woman, um, which I don't know if she's been approached about or not. But then she went on Twitter or Instagram or something mm. and said she would actually be open to being in the MCU if Marvel was to reach out to her. Um, one of the things we got to also keep in mind in terms of big name actors and people like that, we're starting to run out of names that haven't already been in the MCU. So they're going to have to start reaching out. Yeah. That's probably the reason why I would take to places yeah. we're not used to. Right. Um, but I think she's a fine actress. Okay. Personally. I mean, I can understand why some people wouldn't, but I actually like the newer Star Wars movies more than the first three not the the, first, the, the the prequels not the original three the original three I, will, I, I will always stand by I like Revenge of the Sith because that's literally how he became what he is now for being a little whatever to be Darth Vader that's why I like about it. oh the, the Tackle Clones the Phantom Menace that's I mean that's okay but no the entire original trilogy from Burning Hell not the original the entire prequel trilogy yeah 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 so get it right because you don't <laughs> you don't want to say yo four no, okay so episode let me let me get, let me clear this up episodes one, one two, two and three, three. Can burn in hell. I like three though. Three will have his place. As a matter of fact, heart. episodes one, two, and three made me lose a lot of respect for Vader as a character. Because oh, 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 Anakin's a whiny little bitch. bitch is yeah. Like, like you're supposed to be my master. I hate you. I hate you. But then he came, Darth Vader. I, I, I don't know. I guess I guess I got a sucker for episode three. That's so. fine. All right. Yeah. So during the WonderCon at home, 2021, because a lot of people are doing their conventions from home. Right. Hulu and Marvel revealed some special guests that would appear in Hulu's MODOK um, for voice acting. John Hamm will voice Iron Man. Whoopi Goldberg will voice Pound Cakes. Oh, nice. Nathan Fillion will voice Wonder Man. And Bill Hader will voice Angar the Screamer and the leader. Really? He's playing the leader? I, you know what? I can see that. I can see that. I can see him doing that. Um, I think the one that interests me the most... I definitely would like to see how John Hamm sounds as Iron Man. Yeah, I want to hear so, that for him. Animated-wise, the voice that I'm now most familiar with, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, I can't believe that. Um, right, right. The, the voice I'm more familiar with is the same guy that voices, uh, like, Drake in the Uncharted games. I can't remember what Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I'm not even talking about, but yeah. But he plays, uh, he does, uh, he voices Iron Man in the Avengers game that came out last year. Right. Um, that everyone hated except for me. I liked. I, I, liked, I actually did like it. Yeah, I don't know why. I, that I don't know why people. I, I wish I would play that again. Actually, but yeah, I, I need to get back into it because they've released a lot of DLC for it since I last played. I would not pay the money for it though. But now, yeah, now Hawkeye's <laughs> in it. I think both Kate Bishop and really um, the other Hawkeye. Barton. Oh, Bart. Oh, oh, the the Avenger. Oh, the MCU. One. Okay, wow. I think they're both in it. I know Spider Man's supposed to be coming to the PlayStation one here soon. Which I'm super excited. Yeah, I think for. they said they got Black Panther coming in there also. And they got Black Panther coming in. Oh, that's soon. interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, yeah last anyways, we, we totally digressed yep, there. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but Whoopi Goldberg, I think, is the most interesting voice actor in that. Okay. Sorry. I don't know who Pound Cakes is. Yeah, I don't know who that. I was like, I'm about to ask you. <laughs> like, who is that? Um, <laughs> who is Pound Cakes? I, like I said, I like to see John Hamm voice Iron Man. I, I don't care about Wonder Man as a character. Or, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Or, or Angar. The screamer, but leader. I mean, leader's a the leader. He's the one that controls Modok. He calls him an idiot a lot too. Well, and, and, and he's the one that has a really big head. Yeah, the really big brainy head. But, and if you remember, <laughs> they were hinting to the leader being in Marvel and in, in Incredible Hulk. In the yes, Incredible they Hulk. were. And they never. They just swept that under the rug, man. So yeah. 
Your turn. All right, let's do this. And I am Marvel super fan Romero Allens. 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 Thank you. Broke a Guinness World Record for by watching Avengers Endgame 191 times in theaters. Wow, that is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a lot of times to watch a three-hour movie. That is three hours in a theater. Like, what is that? That's that. That's that's like what, like four hundred, four hundred hours at least. Oh my god, uh, that's that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. <laughs> just just to go to a theater, like, hey, we want to see. They got other movies not in game. I want to see that. Endgame. I want that. I mean, I guess of all movies. So here's my thing, though. Of all movies, if I'm gonna watch a movie in theater three hundred times, four hundred times, hundred ninety one. I mean, he, I didn't know it was a gift. First of all, I didn't know it was a Guinness World Record for this. I, I'm still yeah. shocked that, like, wow, okay. So if I'm gonna watch any movie hundred ninety one times in theater, it's not gonna be a three and a half hour long movie. No, it's gonna at least be. An hour. Hour and a half. Hour and a half is your top. I, I would say hour. Me, I'm an hour. I'm like, hey, yo. <laughs> He's like, yo, 300 movie. He probably got the the, the, the multi-platinum, you know, discount and everything just to go see. Right. You've been here so many times. Yeah. All right, so Russell Crowe has been added to Thor Love and Thunder in an unnamed role. What do you think he might play? I have no clue. Because right. I don't know what the story of Love and Thunder is going to be other than I know Jane Foster is going to take on the mighty Thor. Yeah, Michael. she will be replacing. Yep. Um, I don't necessarily think she's necessarily replacing him right now. Okay. I think they're both going to be in it for a little bit. Okay. In the MCU. Okay. I, she eventually will. She will be the next. Yeah. Because uh, for those of you that don't know, the Mighty Thor is Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Um, she ends up with cancer. Yeah. She, yeah. And um, I, I don't remember if it. I thought like they gave. Her... I don't remember if it hastens the cancer running through her body or if it stops it. Like. I feel like while she's as like while she's being Thor, it, it pauses it, but then it like speeds up when she comes out. I don't I don't remember. Okay. Um, I was never a big Thor comic fan, but yeah, you're here. And lastly, we got Elizabeth Hentridge. 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 Well, apparently, we'll, we'll be reprising her role as Gemma Simmons in the Spider-Man No Way No Way Home, which that is a lot of actors now. Holy crap! So, here's what concerns me about this. Marvel. That's a lot of people. No, no, no. no it's not even the amount of people. I don't uh, care about that. Okay. Endgame was perfectly fine. They yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Um, here's what concerns me. Marvel, you need to make up your fucking mind. <laughs> okay? So here's here, here's here's where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when it first started, it was very much canon. It, yeah, it Everything was canon. Was like, that first season it was canon. They were bouncing off the show. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson showed up as Nick Fury right. at the end of the first second Did season. Did he give him something? He gave him something to make him, like, something. I he he made yeah. Coulson yeah, the, direct, the director, the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because, yeah, right, right. Um, Even the season two was leading into Captain America's uh, uh, Winter Soldier. He gave him what I think they called was, like, the lockbox. The lockbox, okay, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, the first couple, yeah. Um... And then, like, they were even having characters like Lady Sif come in and some of the other people. And it was, like, it was very much canon. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, it's not canon. Right. And I feel like they wanted to be like, it's not canon because we're going to use the Darkhold in WandaVision. It has to look different. Right, right, right. Yeah, when I saw WandaVision had Darkhold, and they, it, a lot of people said that was Darkhold, and then even Nick was like, that's not Darkhold. I said, I promise you, they they even used the Darkhold in Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, they had the whole, they even said the word Darkhold in, like, one of the seasons. And I was now, like. they do have a fan theory that the book can change its form. Okay. It's a fan theory. Okay. So, I mean, like, it. it I mean, it's, yeah. I if, if, they, if they wanted to make Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. canon, they could just be like, yeah, change its form. Well, like, Phil, even the, the dude who played Phil Coulson, he was saying, like, he wants the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Even Chloe Bennett even said, like, I would like to be. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. should have been. 
in like and this thing, man. Should've so for those of you that haven't it. seen it, Jenna Simmons is one of the main characters in Agents of Shield. She's like a scientist. Isn't she? She's a scientist. She works with Fitz. Fitz. Um, and together they're actually called Fitz Simmons. Fitz Simmons. Yeah. Um, they end up getting married, I think, at the end yep. of the show. Yeah, but the, yep. Um, they don't like. They know they like each other. For and the they've been through like ups and downs. Like Fitz, like <laughs> Fitz, like I almost died a couple times. Simmons. Almost disappeared. Died. She disappeared for a while. She disappeared, fell in love with a guy. Oh, man. I'm glad I was getting like, she, she that, that rock just snatched her. I was like, wow, and that's how it ends. That's like, was it like season three? I was like, oh, okay. So, um, But she's a very good character. So here now here's the thing. I hear she, it's going to be a very minor role. Yeah, it's, it's it should be. be. There, it's, it's, be gone. Yeah, small role. Um, but even still, you're bringing in characters from other shows, like because apparently even Matt Murdock is supposed to be in Spider-Man: yep. Far From Home. Yep, Char- Charlie Cox being played character. by Charlie Cox, and it's like, but like, you guys have said the Netflix shows aren't canon. Right. Like, stop it. Right. And, <laughs> yep. Yeah. They, they said like he's gonna be in there, and, and I was shocked that too. Like I was like, oh okay, so now we have the Daredevil, and he may not even be playing Daredevil, which is really crazy. He's just playing, you know. Uh, he's just gonna be Charlie. I, I think he's just he's gonna, gonna be, be Mark, Matt Murdock. No, Matt Murdock. Dang, and I would have been nice to actually. See him in that suit though, like that. Mm. That's okay. What um, can you do? So that's all the news we had in terms of regular news. So now we have the segment of the show that is called the Cap, the Hella, and the Modoc. This is our version of the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I will start it off with the Cap. No way home, which is the good. Um, no way home stunt coordinator George Cottle said on Instagram the principal photography has finished, meaning the initial filming is done. So, yeah, okay. that means all they got to do is go through and start doing their editing, editing. their special effects, maybe some reshoots. Like some reshoots can be. Oh, uh, I mean, well, I mean, I mean not a whole lot, none too like minor, but you know. So okay, so but, yeah, so okay. we're moving about forward. Spider-Man, please don't delay it. Spider-Man's <laughs> gonna be here in December. <laughs> it better be here because all they gotta say, all they gotta hear is like, it's been delayed. I will lose my shit. They brought <laughs> Venom too. You said that earlier last week and didn't mention it. The movie Venom. Oh yeah, the movie Venom is also coming out too in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make sure. <laughs> oh yeah, it's got yeah, it's got delayed. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead and. Uh, All right, this, the hella. This is the hella. Marvel is eyeing Sigourney Reaver to come and play an unknown character, and will not play Alexandra Reed, the Defender's main villain. Seeing as Netflix shows have been absolutely wiped out right from can. That's exactly what we said too. Like, like I said, you brought Charlie Cox, but then you're saying this is not even. Can't. Right, so they're just mixing things up. This is why I had it in the bad. It can get very confusing for a lot of people, especially those of us that really watched and enjoyed the Daredevil series. Right, because Alexander Reed is dead. Like, and <laughs> right, she died. <laughs> like, she died. Uh, and now they're bringing her back. back like, hey, so okay, it's a whole other person. Character. And it's like, yo, again, Marvel, fucking stop. But the only thing that I can see that, that can happen is, like like I said, with the, the whole multiverse, maybe she could be a different whatever character. No, he's a no. He don't want to scratch that. Then he'd be really be like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, the Modoc. Um, so then the Modoc. This is the ugly. So on April first, rumors kicked back up that Henry Cavill is taking the role as Wolverine. And I was okay. I, I so was this, so bad. this is I, I've got this in the Modoc because this happened last year. Except this was it, it didn't happen around April Fools last year. Right. Um, people had started making rumors that he'd quit Superman, which he did quit Superman. Right. Um, even though now he, there's talks that he might reprise his role. Right, talks. Um, but he he put down the cape to pick up Wolverine's claws. He was wanting to, you know, he, he was pegged to be the, the the guy for Wolverine. Right. Um, so then those rumors started swirling. 
And then literally, he's never been officially cast. He's never been officially announced as even being in the MCU. Right, they're saying, oh, he could, like, it's like rumors said. I was like, oh, really? So we're a year later, and there's a tweet that happens from the director of uh, the Witcher series, which Henry Cavill plays Geralt. That's not a bad show. Can't wait for season two. Um, And the tweet has said something like, great job, Henry Cavill. Um... Now it's time to go back to the continents to be with White uh, White Wolf. White Wolf, yeah. And a lot of people immediately took that as, okay, so he's going to be in the MCU because they just recently talked about in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. Um, White Bucky's Wolf. nickname is White, White Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. And I, oh, man. When I first saw and it, I, it I, he got me. I think people ran with that. Yeah. <laughs> and instead, White Wolf is actually something to do within the Witcher universe. Right. Um, which is what he was talking about. Now... What's funny is him and I were debating this anyways, mm-hmm. and he was like, no, I don't want him as Wolverine, and I'm like, I think he would make a great Wolverine. However, I was thinking, mm-hmm. I do think there's a character he would do better than Wolverine for. Who you got? Scott Summers. I, yeah, I said that. He, he, he would play a Scott Summers. I said that. I, see? See? I was right. Was like, he would play a good Scott Summers. Like He, he would probably be a better Scott Summers than whatever sad excuse better. of the original... <laughs> <laughs> the original. Stay away from our girl. I didn't what? mind. I didn't mind the kid that plays Scott Summers. Yeah, the one that in the first class. In the first class or series. Yeah, Apocalypse, the, the the newer one. But yeah, that that's Scott Summers. But the original Scott Summers, dude. He was really like a simp. He was a simp. He's like, stay you, hey, stay away from my girl. And Wolverine was like, <laughs> like who are you? But yeah, he would definitely play. He, he would do it great too. He would do that character justice. And play. last note, we have no specific. Falcon and Winter Soldier news. So I guess this means we are on to the episode breakdown. Already, we're only 18 minutes into this thing. These episodes get shorter and shorter, y'all. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so the way this is going to work, we're going to start off, we're going to break the scenes down like we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is your last chance to escape spoilers. Spoilers. Um, afterwards, we will go over our predictions. I've got two new ones to post up. And somehow this motherfucker is always correct with this shit, man. Sometimes. I'm sometimes. sometimes. I know. Sometimes. But still, it's like... But yeah, so we're going to go over the episode by breakdown. And then we're going to go over if we have any new predictions. Like I said, I have two that could happen. That I think could happen. One of them I like more than the other, but one of them makes more sense than the other to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll give our reviews of this episode. All right, so let's get on with this review. Breakdown. Oh, oh boy. All right, so scene one. <laughs> this first scene. Here we the go. Episode, the episode opens up with the worst but most accurate commercial. It's like it's so good, but why it's so Ever. cringy and corny? <laughs> um, for the GRC, it's the GRC Global Repatriation Council commercial. Right. It's like, dude, do you want to get back to yourself? Like, get back to normal? Well, come join us. I'm like, uh-uh. Y'all sound like a telemarketer. I mean, that's what they were going for. That's what they so funny. It's like, it's like a telemarketer. Right. That's fucking funny, bro. I'm sorry. Um, that was so a, then, right. it transitions from that commercial. So that's weird how it transitions from that to that. That was kind of interesting. Okay. Straight into Cap and Battlestar showing up where the Flag Smashers had stayed in the last episode. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're on the tails of the Flag Smashers. Right. Um, and we get to see New Cap try and be a little intimidating. Yeah. And try and be a little hey, bit John of a John Walker was literally like about to do his face. And, and you also kind of being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's funny is, so he walks in and he's talking to the dude. And the dude is just responding back. I think it's in Spanish. 
and uh, or German. I think so because because he had Battlestar coming trans because he didn't know what he was saying. Yeah, he had no clue what he was saying. So he had Battlestar come trans. He's like, do you know where they are? He's like, you know who we're talking so about. He's like, they don't know where they're at. And then Cap gets super pissed, slams him up against he's the like, clothes. Do you know who I am? And he's like, do you know who I am? And dude, the crack in his voice when he screamed, I was like, dude, you were so. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he crazy. I am. Oh. He cracked, doofus. You're um, not supposed to crack when you're doing some stuff like this, man. And then the dude spits in his face. Yeah, and I thought he was going to kill him. I really... Imagine, I, I, think, I think he spit in his face, and then Cap pushed him up against the wall. I Okay, okay. I thought, but, he, I thought he was going to kill that dude. Like, I said, so he spit in his face. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. First off, Mr. New Captain America, no one takes you seriously. Nope. That's why I should have killed him. <laughs> they know you're not a super soldier. Yeah, he's not. He's nobody. Well, he's a military person. That's it. Right. He knows how to throw a shield, apparently. That's and it. And second off, now you are completely being the opposite of what Captain America is supposed to be. Like, Captain America was never the type of person right. to push somebody up against something, threaten them. Yeah, he threatened them. And, and, like, dude is just, like, being a dick. Yeah, he threatened them with that with that, that, that role. Like, do you know who I am? And I, I, like, I mean, just the fact that, and I get it, the guy was, like, you know, not phased by it, but who he might, because what if you do this to somebody who will be phased by it? Like, you're like, whoa, okay, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, respect the shield. I am Captain America. Like, right. don't don't cross me. I'm like, oh, okay, freak me. Um, So the guy refuses to speak in English. Right. Um, him and Battlestar are just trying to figure out where the serum is being made. That, that, that's yeah. Um, and, and then at that point, um, the guy, he, he, was, he was like, because Cap was like, do you know who I am? Right. And the guy looked at him and he's like, I don't care. Yeah, he said, I don't care. Okay. No, fa- he, didn't, he didn't even get face flinched. He wasn't intimidated at all. Like, he could have threw a punch, he would have cocked his head back like, okay, I've been hit before. I've been hit worse, actually. <laughs> right. Yeah, but he wasn't phased at all. No. So, then they transition to the next scene, which is Falcon and Winter Soldier going up to meet Baron Zemo. This is where I had one of my last predictions correct, correctly put out. So, Ralph thought, <laughs> I thought Falcon was Falcon going to be the one to talk to Either Falcon Zemo. or both of them walking, but he said, nah, and I got it. I was like, nah, if you guys remember last episode, I was like, nah, it's going to be it's gonna be Bucky. He's going to go in there and by I'm himself. Like, Damn, all right. Um, they even did the thing where the guy tried to use the words to see if it worked. Right, he got, he got him so now, slowly. I was a little wrong there because I said that I thought Bucky was going to play along yeah, with it for a second. Yeah, I thought he was going to play along with it for a second, yeah. And he didn't. Um, he's like, that don't work on me. He said, like, oh, yeah, you know, I just wanted to try for old time's sakes. But then I think he said, oh, yeah, I still think you still got a little bit in you. I'm like, oh, okay, so you know. Well, I guess he would know, wouldn't he? I guess he's like, yeah. Right. Um, so then, uh... <laughs> Uh, Zemo tries to say, you know, for what it's worth, it was never personal. Right. Something um, like that, right. Never personal. And then we see... Okay, okay, so something else that's really cool was... So then it transitions to Sam and Falcon walking through this area, this, like, little car lot. Yeah, car that was kind garage. of... Yeah, I know where he was going with this for a minute. I and mean, what? they were sitting there talking, and he was trying to convince Sam to help him break him out of jail... And Sam's like, nah, we are not doing that. That's not how this is going to go down. Right, because he's a criminal and all that. And, they were and, then, and then he's like, let me, let, let me explain something hypothetically And I you. said, oh, he did it. That's it. And I was just like, oh, that's it. Pause. So I had to pause everything. As he's hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically going through this whole thing, like Zemo. <laughs> said, what if there's a break-in? He, he, right. dro- he drops a message off with the dudes yeah. uh, playing chess at the table. That it was written in German, I think, but it translated to... Like somebody's going to kill you. Oh, he's going to kill you. He's going to kill you. Kill him first. So they get into this huge fight, which draws all the guards. All the Um, guards. Now, something that is interesting, they show Zemo in his cell as he opens up a book. He's reading Machiavelli. Right. 
Um, Machiavelli is a Renaissance author mm-hmm. who very much believed in, or at least a lot of what he wrote showed belief in ruling with an iron fist as opposed to ruling with love. So right. ru- basically ruling with fear. Like, like what we said before, like a tyrant, like basically like a dictator, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, he also um, was a believer of the ends always justifying the means. So mm-hmm. whatever you had to do to get what you needed, yeah. you did. Right. Um, he also rewrote, oh, I won't say re- I don't know if it was translated or rewrote um, Sun Tzu's Art of War. Okay. Um, so, like, it makes sense that Baron Zemo is reading Machiavelli's work mm-hmm. because it's kind of his mentality. Well, they, that's been his mentality since we saw him in Civil War. Like, we, like, the phone thing, we all thought, like, oh, he's talking to somebody, but they come to find out his parents were murdered by the Avengers. But this, like, plan right. was set up for all the. But yeah, that's really how his mentality is, yep. So. He walks out of the cell, takes down a guard. Yeah, oh, ease with ease, um, boom. With, with ease, puts on the guard's outfit. Right, put him on everything, out hat on. Basically walks out. Right, then, then he walked back into a cell, then he walked back out of the cell. It's like, what? So so then, <laughs> the next thing we see, and Sam's like, nah, dude. And all of a sudden, you hear the door open, and in comes and here Zemo comes. in the cop it's outfit. Just, just... And Sam is pissed. Sam was getting ready to go and beat the shit out of him, actually. He's like, he was what the hell are you doing? He's, he, and he's like, yo, 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 calm down. He's like, like, you need to chill. Because Sam was getting ready to go. And I was like, okay, look, Sam, I'm about to put a little initiative on that. I'm about to put his foot in the dirt. Like, you about to kick his ass. <laughs> I want to see that, too. Um, <laughs> and it eventually comes down to Bucky being, like, like Bucky straight up was like, look, years ago, you risked everything for me and Steve. <laughs> or, or for for Steve. Um, and, and, you know, I'm asking you to do it again. I hate when they. I hate when Marvel. This one thing. I hate when Marvel plays that sense of world. I'm like, damn it. He's yes, got a point. Though. I know he got a point, but damn it, bro. Golly. Because they are kind of in a situation where they need <sighs> Zemo to find where they're gonna go. Because because here's the thing. Zemo can shorten this whole. Because he knows people. Z, yeah, Zemo can shorten this whole thing. Right. By several years, because it could take him 10, 15 years to find where these people are. He shorted it down, not even by several years, like months, bro. Like, he just, it's just, he even asked him, like, you know, he said, I know some people. I'm like, of course you do. <laughs> of course. <Right. laughs> um, so then, uh, Sam's like, you know, where do we start? And well, oh, yeah, yeah, the famous, that famous line, when do we start? Then, then, it trans- then it transitions again to the next scene where they're walking through a car garage. Right. An actual garage, well, a car lot garage thing, right. parking garage. And it's funny because Sam's like, dude, are, you, are we really about to start this off stealing a car? And Zemo's like, no, I own all these. Yeah. I, yeah these are I, all mine. I, I, yeah, I thought he was always rich. I mean, I, I mean, I read a little um, bit about it in the comics. I thought he was always a rich person anyway. He gets in the car, pulls right. out some clothes. That's where we finally see for the first time the Baron Zemo the mask. Baron Zemo mask. Which does make another appearance later in this episode. Yes, it does. Um, in an excellent way, by the way. Uh, but then he goes on to explain uh-huh. that when he was out to stop people using the serum, I put that in quotes because that will be led into my predictions later. Right. Um, he says they got to go see somebody named Selby or Sebi. Selby or Sebi. I don't remember exactly how. It's yeah. But who, who's like at the bottom of the ladder in terms of people to talk to. Right. Um, and then it, it transfers again, scene transitions over into them getting onto it or pulling up to a jet. Where there's a guy, yeah, it's like, like this little like butler, like Alfred type thing, and he said, he said, "Welcome, familiar family." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And, and, and you see, 
<laughs> you say Falcon, he said, okay. Falcon was like, I didn't know what to do. Sam was like, you really this wealthy? He's like, I'm a baron. He's a baron, yeah, I guess that's a family name. Yeah, I guess that, that would be a he's family like, name. He's like, my family right. was rich. Like a Bruce Wayne-esque type going on. So, yeah, like, that's cool. But I just like how Falcon, because Winter Soldier walked up to play, and Falcon just went, yeah. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. He just, played, he just waved his hand. He didn't right. know what to do. So oh, then, shoot. they're on the plane. Mm-hmm. And Zemo opens up what looks like a regular book, mm. but inside he's got a little notebook. Mm. It's actually Bucky's notebook that Bucky was writing in I'm that had see, all the names. When did he... Wow, that's some sleight of hand shit, bro. I don't remember. I want to know. I, I, and I went back over. I don't remember him ever... Unless he bumped up onto him, I don't remember him like taking his like, book. Bucky threatens his life. Oh, he grabbed he, him with the metal hand and did what he was gonna do. To, what he did to Iron Man's parents. He was literally about to squeeze the shit out of him. He, he said, "Don't ever do that again." He was like, "If you ever do that again, I'll kill you." Straight up, like there was no ha ha he ha. He went, nah. and it was such a and it was so um, fast when he grabbed him. But this led to a hysterical moment. Yeah, I'll, because right, he sits back down, and Sam's like. Steve had that book. Right, right. He's like, that's the same one Steve had. Yep, yep. He said, uh, I, I told Steve to look up uh, Trouble Man. Right, right, he, right, like, right. And he loved that What's song. What's it, Marvin Gaye? Yeah, yeah Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gaye, Marvin Gaye. Yep, and, yep, Marvin Gaye. Yep. And he's like, what did you think of Trouble Man? And he's like, it's an okay song. I'm more into 50s and 60s music, though. And he was like, what? And he's like, what? <laughs> and all of a sudden, Zemo's like, yeah, this is a, he says something along the lines of like, uh, it, it, it's a great representation of African-American heritage. <laughs> and Sam's like, He's out of line, but he's but, right. But he's right. <laughs> it, made, it made her come back and clap back. It's like, I'll take that. You know, I was, I was fucked up, but I'll take that. I will take that. <laughs> but yeah, he kept going. He was like, man, Steve loved Marvin Gaye. Yeah, he loved it. Marvin Gaye. Even at the, in the hospital, he's like, this is what he liked to listen Bucky, to. Bucky's like, it's good. <laughs> I like it. And I think the problem is Bucky is more emotionless because yeah. of everything he's been through than what Steve would be. Like, Steve would probably be in the conversation, yeah, you know, it was a great song. Oh, yeah, he'll give and you, like, other songs Bucky, from it. Bucky will never be more than, yeah. Just socially distancing. No matter what they're talking about. Like, this is, this is his... Like, what about this cat? Like, hey, it's cool. Like, this cat. cat is priceless. It, it's a cool cat. This cat got fur. This cat fur hair. Yeah, break it. <laughs> that's awful. Um, <laughs> and that's when Zemo reveals are going to... Our first previously Fox owned location. Yeah, then yeah, we talked about and we did Magic talk about toy. that metaphor. Yeah, we talked about that. Now, here's the thing: Scene five goes to a GRC resettlement camp. Here's what I can't remember because I, when watching the episode, I didn't pay that close attention. I don't know if they're in Latvia or Latveria. I remember when I first seen it, I thought it said Latveria, I so I was super excited that we might get some references to Doom. Right. But I remember also hearing someone else talking about it being Latvia. Right. Which is an actual country. Which is an actual country. So it might not have been... Right, right. I, it, I, don't it, know, got, I don't remember. Right, 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 right. It, it might have been it might be Latvia, like the place where they're... Um, I'm, I'm hoping it's Latveria. Right, because that'd be like too... I'm still, again, waiting too for early, a yeah. victor to show up here. Oh, shit. Man, we, really, we really are doing these... Well, that goes to show you that Disney owns Fox now, so they can really... For all these places out here, like, man, that is a Fox name. Holy shit, that was, is a, Or was, was yeah. Name. Was a Fox. It was a Fox name. Like, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we go to this GRC resettlement camp, um, and we have the leader of the Flag Smashers there. Um, and she's running into somebody who we don't know the name of yet at this point. Right. 
We just know she, it's somebody she cares a lot about. Right. Um, which we do find out later. It was, uh, I, I, again, I don't remember her name. It's written down here. So when we get there, right, I'll, I'll right, have it. Right, right, right. But I do remember it's somebody that was like a mentor or a teacher to her. Right. Now, which, was this before she got the super serial? Like, like, you know, like. I'm, I'm guessing it's somebody she's known for a long time. Right, so long before she got the whole, I became a flag smasher like thing. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's how um, I was trying to think on that too. Right. So then we transition to the next scene. It's like somehow the same five. Yep. The scene in Mandrapore. We're doing this, man. Okay. <laughs> and great. Bucky, Sam, and Zemo are walking down this bridge. They're picked up by a car with an escort, and they are taken to to, to Lowtown. So that so they talk about Lowtown and Hightown when they're walking. Right. Because he's, like, he's like Hightown. He he don't. He's like Hightown's a great place to go if right. you're like you know if, if you're a tourist. It's full of nice things, right? And, and then, then there's Lowtown, and that's where the that's where we're right. going. Right. It's like you got you got the nice palace, but then you got the slums. It's like you got we're going, to the, going slums. to the slums. We're going to the dark part of the area. Right. And as they're as they're driving, they end up with these motorcycle escorts that are with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have the whole thing, which was a cool little you know driving thing. I guess. <laughs> um, Sam looked confused as fuck though. Yeah, what Sam was like people? confused. I don't know if that was anything like in real life confused or Sam was confused, but he's like, what's happening? So when they get to Lowtown and they're walking through the market area, we actually see a lot of shops and people with guns doing shady deals. Yeah, everybody gambling. had a gun. Everybody like and they have machine guns. And, and everything. Yeah, they had like AKs and shit. They are and everything. I was like, oh, okay. So this is when you know this is not high tail for um, real. You in a way area. A fun little Easter egg moment. They pass the Princess Bar. Okay. Which the Princess Bar is a bar that Logan owns in the comics. Oh shit. Um, wow. But he goes by Patch. Patch, there, okay. okay. Which is an, he's usually wearing like an all white suit with an eye patch. Right, right. Um, but yeah, he 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 both owns and frequents that bar when he's in Mandrapur. Huh. It's like his hangout spot. I'm gonna, I may have to like check that out again. Huh. So wow. rewatching the second episode after realizing that that's what it was, huh. I was looking heavily for somebody that could represent Logan. Mm. I didn't see anybody though. Right, but that's interesting though. So now we are really putting in more. X-Men stuff in here. Wow. Right. This is this um, is getting good. But yeah, so they pass, and then we end up at the Brass Monkey, which is the name of the bar. Right, the that, bar itself. Yep. Um, so, Sam's nickname is Smiling Tiger. Which, that's a reference. Hey, that's a Marvel character. I did not know that. I see, I'm like, it's just... very similar to uh, Black Panther, actually. Oh, Smiling Tiger was like a very, like his fighting style similar. was very similar. Wow, okay, okay, cool. Um, And so they get to the bar, and this whole time, they're like, if you remember... He's like, okay, you guys have to stay in character. He's told him this several times. Right, like, so he said, be somebody that you're not. He like, told that to Winter Soldier. You're, you're going to be Smiling Tiger. You're going to be Winter Soldier. Right. I'm still going to be Baron Zemo. Like, they got to have, they got to see, they got to think this is real. Because if it's not, not gonna they're look. all three are going to die. Like, that's pretty much it. Right. So they get to the bar, and the bartender asks Sam, he's like, Smiling Tiger, you know, do you want the usual? Sam's like, yeah. Right. So he kind of walks over. He grabs the snake, and you're wondering as you're watching. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, is I'm this I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued. I'm like, I'm like watching this. Like, huh? He he cuts open the snake. Right. Cuts open the snake. Yeah. Pulls a little piece out. Drops it in a in a, in a shot glass with the liquid. Liquid. Slides and it over. And I will tell you what. Anthony Mackie's acting here. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, he, that look he gave. So it, fantastic. That look. He's like, all right. Here. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> He backed it up for a minute. He didn't want to play this. And they were looking at him like, please drink this. Drink this. You drink this right now. Stop playing. You drink that thing. Which, fun fact, I didn't know that that's what they, like, like that, that's what that's a real drink. Like, yeah. like, Kat, like, like Kat was telling me about that. Like, I did not know those drinks existed. I, I, I thought this is something people not do. 
Now, something I didn't notice the first time I watched it happens here, too. Right. This is going to come play into predictions for me later. You see Sharon Carter yeah, Sharon at the Carter bar, puts, but she puts her hood, hood over her yep, head. Over and, she, and she walks, because she noticed she them quickly, off. and she just walks off. She's like, oop, they are in, they are in metaphor. I got to go. <laughs> um, so he takes the shot. And he just harks it down. Um, His facial expressions, when he drinks that. It, when they pan over to Bucky, you notice... It took everything in Bucky's power to not smirk and not laugh at this because he knows Sam is being tortured right now. Oh, yeah, he did smirk a little bit. He's like... This is going to show you that their chemistry is still good because they are like two siblings. It's like, I got light. They find and grow. So a guy comes up threatening Zemo. Yeah, he puts his hand... He's like, you're not welcome here. Yeah, yeah, doing all that. You're not... He told him, he's like, okay, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to either tell the power broker I'm here to see him or you're going to tell Sebi I want to talk to her. Right. Um, and the guy like walks away for a minute. Right, and then he comes back. And then, then another guy shows another up. Another guy shows yeah, up. Yeah, and puts that. And puts his hand right on his shoulder. On and his then, shoulder, and he's like, and he says in Russian, he says, uh, he says, "Winter Soldier attack." And then that sound, that sound is like from Winter Soldier. That that that, that little sound, like that's the sound. I that always like will make me like get goosebumps because that's the sound that Winter Soldier is back. He's Throwing people in, man. Dude, that crazy. was one of the coolest fight scenes I've seen. Bar fight scene. We should call it that. Bar it fight scene. Time. Yeah. Like, it's been a while. The hand-to-hand combat. Like, these yeah. little things he was doing. Like, he had one where he flipped a dude around, punched him right in the back of his head, and dude fell and landed on his face, yep. feet up. On his face. Um, um, I think he may have killed somebody. <laughs> one, one dude tried to jump over a table, <laughs> and, and he, mid-jumping over the table, he, he kicked the jump. table. He kicked the table. dropped him down. It was mid-jump. That camera ass, that camera dude. was cold to uh, mid-jump. How you going to kick mid-jump? And what? It was like playing a video game. <laughs> Holy shit. Like a... Okay, X-Button, X-Button, X-Button. Nope, right. nope, nope. Did you go touch me? T- no, you ain't touching him. Like, keep Zemo alive. That's the mission. <laughs> um, wow. So after he whoops about seven dudes' asses. Yeah, literally. Um, everyone kind of gets their guns yeah, ready. Yeah, then we got the guns And he's on. like, all right, we're good. And somebody walks up, and they're like, or the bartender's like, "All right, Seb, you'll see you now." All right, and then Mac, and then poor, and poor Falcon. He, he once again, he he's trying to start stay carried. So he's like, "You good?" And like, and and Winter Soldier just walked off. Like, dude, we supposed to still, like Winter Soldier's playing the part, and Anthony thinks he's falling, or not Anthony Sam thinks Set, he's falling right. down. Falcon's thinking like into, he, and it's like, no, dude, it's we're playing a part. Like, right. we gotta stay in character. Stay in character. We both die. Like, stop, stop. Like, and this is why it's gonna play a part in the next scene. This is why he's not good. Um. He does. So, this is where we meet Sebi, or Selby, Sebi or Selby, I don't remember exactly how it's pronounced. Right. I have it written both different ways on here. Right. Um. So, fun fact, this character yeah, you, yeah. is actually a mutant. It's a mutant. Wow, goddamn. That's crazy. Um, Which, she doesn't show any, like, mutant powers or anything like that. Right, just this, yeah. But, in the comics, she's the leader of the Mutant Liberation Front. Oh, wow. Okay. And she is a mutant herself. That's interesting. So, we've, we've already showed... An X Men area, where Fox area in general. Now we got mutant. Well, and they're going to they start throwing mutants in here. So, so apparently, like you know, right. that's pretty interesting that we're now doing this. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Um. All right. So when they go in to meet Sebi, Zemo offers basically to trade Winter Soldier for information on where he can find the people. My jaw dropped when I saw. It. I said, "What?" <laughs> I mean, I know, it's, and I know it's playing. That time when I saw it, I was like. What this fool just say? Hold on, bro. Time out. Did he just say trade this motherfucker? What you right. mean? What do you mean, sir? What do you mean? And then she says that it's Dr. William Nagel? 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 I think it's Nagel. Yeah, Nagel. Nagel. Yeah. Um, 
is, is the man that he's looking for. Right. Um, and then he's asking, he, he's basically trying to prod for more information. And she's like, that doesn't come free. Um, you're going to need to give me more. Right. Um, at, at which point, Sam's phone rings. And, I knew, and, I, and, and he's just kind of standing there. Right, playing stupid. And she said, answer it on speaker. I was like, Sam, this is why you cannot be going to play the double agent right now, bro. <laughs> so it's Sarah, his sister. Yeah, I, think, yeah, was... I think this is the first time they've said her name. Yeah, since or episode one. I don't think they said her name in the first episode. Was... At least if he did, I don't remember. It's... Okay, I thought he they might have. Yeah, might've. they might have. But it's been a while since we've um, seen Sarah since episode one. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So. Cool. He answers his phone and do this conversation. It's so funny because he's trying to sound so tough. Right. And he can't even. <laughs> and what's funny is she's completely, honestly, ignoring half the dumb shit he's saying. Yeah. Because she's got something going on in the background with her kids that she's like she's trying like to yell at She's like playing video for. games and like, yo, she's like, tell the kids be quiet or something. And, 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 she, and he's just like. He'll, he'll be like, yeah, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill the banker. Right, right. I'm, I'm going to kill all the bankers. He's literally holding his phone and, and Zemo and Zemo's then, like getting nervous. And, and then, then we're soldier. He's just paying it off to the corner. And then finally, what gets him caught is she goes, all right, Sam, I got to go. I got something to deal with. Right. I got, yeah. And he hangs up. And they said, who's Sam? She says, Sam. Who's Sam? Kill them all. Kill them all. And as soon as she says, kill them all, a gunshot fires through the window from outside and kills her. Because at first I thought, Winter Soldier, but yeah, but now looking back, yes, uh, there was a boom outside the window. It was an outside shot. Snacked her. Snacked, killed her instantly. Um, And, you know, they basically get away. Oh, and I've got the hiccups. But so they get away. Right. Um, and and Zemo's like, put down the guns. Our lives depend on getting out of here without raising too much awareness. And they get outside. Because they were going to start shooting bang, bang. Like, I'm right. like, bro. <laughs> so they get outside, and all of a sudden, you're seeing people's phones light up. Oh, like John Wick. Like, and boop, boop, they were basically, so they it, was, it was a hit on the three of them. And who put the hit out? Like, that was so fast. I'd like to really know, like... Damn, who was... Are you the power broker for real? Who did that? Like, that was quick as hell. So they all start going through and start shooting. Yeah, because first they were walking and they started running. They take off right And then he, Zemo dipped somewhere. Yeah. So, oh, he's gone. You see Demo, Zemo dip. And I, I, I said, oh, my prediction came true. He escaped. Oh, my God. Like, this is him getting away from <laughs> He got him. away. Um, but he ends up meeting back up with them. And How is this possible? All of a sudden, you see somebody shooting from a window. Yeah. And takes out some people that were trying to, that were trying to kill them. And then mm-hmm. when it got quiet, she comes out into the alley... And she oh, Phil Coulson, like, like, goddamn, he came out, and they like Sharon, yeah, Sharon, <laughs> and, and she's like, wow, and they get into this kind of little goofy argument. Right, he's like, I, I put his where, ass in jail, put the save y'all asses. Like, oh, okay. no, she, she was like, <laughs> she was like, I stole, I stole his shield, right, and stole your wings. So you could stop him from killing him or just putting right. him in jail or something. Kill his ass, but it, it was just a weird little odd, like like it was. But it was good though. It's like right. I stopped this for saving that ass to kick your ass and stop your ass. Oh, okay, damn, Sharon, you must be mad. Um, Sharon's upset. So Sam <laughs> asks for help, and she's like, "I got a place you guys could stay. Right, come with me." And that's where we transition into because she went to Hightown. Uh, actually, we're on the next page. Was she was was her place in Hightown? No, no, okay, it's also in Lowtown. Okay. Um, but she explains that she's been on the run, um, since they stole the shield and wings, mm-hmm. 
Um, she takes them to her. That's when she takes them to their hiding place. And when they walk in, you see it's full of all kinds of like stolen art. But at first, and it's actual <laughs> art. Right, because Falcon was like, "Oh yeah, you got the bougie art." He said, and then Zemo's like, "No, this is actually priceless art." Yeah, and then he pulls out his phone. He's like, "Ah, make fun of the." He's like, he's the like, guy who he's like most. Shit. He's like most of the art you see in was real. Let me finish my sentence. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, he's like most of the art you see in museums and stuff are fake. Right. He's like, most of the real stuff you'll actually find in places like this. Right. Um, and then that's when Falcon was like, oh, whatever. Right, you know, right, right. He pulls his phone. He said, ha, ha, make Zima, fun of the guy. Zemo walks by and he's like, what Google tell you? Uh, <laughs> and Sam's like, I didn't know. Uh, right. Um, but you would think it was fake, but it wasn't. It's said right. those are priceless. So then they get into this huge conversation, and what it all boils down to is Sam eventually looks at her and is like, look. I can get your name cleared if you help us. Well, at first she was adamant about it. Like first she was like, first she wasn't gonna like agree to. Well, she 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 felt like it was like doing a favor, and right. she didn't want to do a favor, and right. that's why he was like, "Now look, right, I'll get your name cleared if you help us find this person." With a handshake, I'm like, "Oh, okay, we're doing and that." And she was handshake. like, "All right." So um, she tells him to get dressed. She's got clients on the way, mm. um, so they get changed, mm-hmm. um, and, and then she's like, "All right." I'll meet up with you guys. Just go out, have yourself a good time. Don't get in any trouble. And we kind of transitioned into this kind of weird, uh, which I felt was almost unnecessary club scene where you just see a bunch of people dancing. I mean, I guess it's supposed to kind of show up the nightlife there. Yeah, I didn't like it. Probably huh. a lot of people on ecstasy. <laughs> From Bad Boys 2. <laughs> right. So they're, they're all sitting there dancing. Like they, they did have like a little funny moment where it showed Zemo trying to do a little. Yeah, dance. it's like yeah, he's dancing. And then you see Falcon. He's like, yeah, he put thumbs up. And like I don't, I'm not trying none of whatever the hell you were trying, bro. Like, he, like they were trying to give him something. No, like like no, no, because no. I don't know what's in this drink. <laughs> um, you know he won't get drunk, so it don't matter. <laughs> and then Sharon walks up. She's like, come on. So they all leave together. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um. This transitions to the container ship, where they have all the loaded containers. Yeah, this container scene was um, was good actually. This this is actually one of the highlight scenes. Yeah. This is going to play heavily From into a one of my predictions. From out here, yeah. Well, it actually, it's going to play heavily into both of my predictions. Um. So she shows them which container it is. Right. They go in, find a hidden door, um, follow the music until they reach a doctor. And uh, the guy, this is where we find, or scientist, not doctor, scientist, uh, Nagel. Nagel? 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 I don't know. never going to understand this dude's name. <laughs> um, and, and they go down there and they're kind of like threatening him. They're like, look, you need to tell us yeah. what you know. And he's like, how about I make a counteroffer? I'm like, wait a minute, counteroffer? What? <laughs> and that's when they sit him down. And at one point, was it Falcon or Bucky? I don't remember which one, but they put the gun right by that, his head. That was Fal- that was Bucky. Bucky literally shot, boom, and, and then he put that gun right back at his side. head. Because like we will shoot me, you. I'm thinking you guys are in an enclosed space. All of your hearing would be fucked right now. Yeah, I'm surprised that didn't fuck up their right ears. They superheroes. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> and at this <laughs> point, got it. <laughs> at this point, Sharon calls him over the radio. She's like, "Hey guys, we got company. Mm-hmm. Bounty hunters are swarming the place." Yo, and they and were coming. She in starts hot. whooping. Yo, she was like, "John Wick." <laughs> And yo, this is one point that I am loving about this series, and I hope Marvel continues down this road. Mm-hmm. They're actually showing blood 
Yeah. And shit. Like, because there's one part, and it's not over amounts. It's not. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, look at this, like kill, like kill Bill. Like, no, yeah. It's like there's a part where she takes a dude's knife, stabs him, yep, turns steps. around, throws it at the dude, and yep. when the dude goes to block it, you actually see the knife go into his yep, arm. Go into his arm. Yep. And it starts to kind of bleed. And then she runs up, takes it out, whoops his ass, stabs yeah. him. Stabs him. And then with the stab the other person, too. That's she was going like, like stabbing spree. Whooping their ass. Well, she had to use weapons because these guys, because they were using guns. Like, they were using guns. Like, I mean, some of them did have, like, they were, like most of them, they were carrying guns. So she had to basically take them out quickly because one one move, she's going bye bye. She was doing, like, takedowns, too, as she was doing it. So, yeah, Sheriff Carr was going like John Wick out here. Right. Um, so then Nagel reveals that there were five failed test subjects in Siberia. Um, so he was brought in by Hydra to work on the serum after they found someone with trace samples. And can I just say, though, like, the whole entire time she's kicking ass, we have this scene here, like, bro, we, y'all gotta come on. Now, this <laughs> this is gonna play into a conversation. Ralph didn't know about this when I talked to him about it last night. Right. This, is, this is gonna come back into a conversation that we're gonna have a little bit a little bit later. Right. Um, but those five test subjects were all black men, to my understanding. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if I got that information from the comics, but that was something they shared, but I do remember seeing that that was something that was mentioned along the lines. Okay. Um, that's going to play into Sam's attitude a little bit later. Oh, dear. <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> um, but he said he took those trace samples, got them to work, but as he got the serum to work, he turned to dust. So he was one of the victims yep. of... He limped out. Snapped snap. out of existence. Still, we're still using the in-game um, plot point. That's what's up. He said, next thing I know, five years later, I showed up. Right. Hydra's no longer around. Right. Said the power broker decided, you know, very easily was like, all right, cool. Right, we'll start he funded, your whole... he, he funded everything. Yep. Um, they asked how many vials he ended up making. Said he made 20 vials, but they were all stolen by Carly, who is the leader of the Flag Smashers. Um, they were all stolen by Carly. And uh, this is where we find out the name of the lady in Latvia or Latveria. That, had, that was dying. And her name is Donia Madani. Yeah, and it's weird. Like, yeah, Donia Madani left. Because now they're supposed to go see her first, right? When they're supposed to go, yeah, supposed to see her first, but then she passed. No, no, no. They're no. supposed to see her after this. After that, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, okay. they don't know she's dead. Yeah, 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 she's dead. Oh, yeah, 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 my bad. Um, so he, he's like, you know, she had tuberculosis. Uh, yeah. She called to have me try and help her out. Um, and, and during all this, you see Zemo kind of yeah. I was wondering, where, I don't know what Zemo was doing. He, I was at first, I didn't know what he was doing. He eventually yeah. reaches under a table, grabs a gun, all puts right. it behind his back, and, and, and right. walks over. I thought he had a gun on him. Oh, he didn't. This is going to play into the prediction, right? So we keep seeing uh, during all this week, it keeps transitioning back to Sharon just whooping his right. And Sharon is literally trying her damnest to like not die. Um, she actually gets overtaken for a couple seconds. Yeah, because there's like four of them that come out of nowhere. It's like, and she's even still saying, "Guys, right, hurry she's up, like, please, like, hurry up. please, like, stop having this little whatever this is right now. Like, they're coming in here, man." So at this point, they go back. They're finishing the conversation right. inside. Right. And all of a sudden, Sharon runs into the container. Right. Runs downstairs. And she's like, guys. We gotta go. We gotta go. She has been saying this like four times. Like, yo, come she's home. Like, we, she's like, we gotta go. <laughs> Zemo, at that point, pulls the gun out. Bang. Shoots the doctor. Boom. Fell back. Dead. Shoots the scientist. Right. And died right there. He dies. Sam's like, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden. You see a rocket launcher. A dude with a rocket launcher fires a rocket into the containers where they're <laughs> Plot alive. Plot point. They should have died. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Right, that's Both a whole credit series over. Right, they should have just. 
That was a rocket, lo- bro. Hold on. Um, that's so gonna they, play also into another prediction that I have later. What they Superman now? Um, <laughs> I like how in my paragraph I was like, they're blown up. Right, really? Because it's like, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they then escape the wreckage. Of course. Um, and they get into this firefight with a lot of the the mercenaries and fun, Yep. And it's funny because this is honestly an, again another point where. We get a hilarious bickering moment between Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's like, he said, go like, left. Haven't you ever watched cop shows? They do this all, all the time. time. He's supposed to go left. He went literally the opposite of where he was going. And where the hell is Zemo? I was like, okay, Zemo escaped again. Damn, yeah. y'all. Are like so we don't earth. see Zemo, and they're like, where is he? Right. And then all of a sudden, we see a part, which we thought it was a train that he was on in the, when we saw the previews. You know right. what we're talking about. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was a container. He's walking on top of the containers, and when he's walking, with you see mask. him holding his mask. Yeah, he's holding it. They're showing, like, leg shot with, with him yep. holding the mask. And then they pan back as he wa- walks forward. He looks down. He puts the mask on. And he became, like, a whole other person. And it's like, when he put the mask on, it almost had a dead shot yeah. feeling to it. Yeah. Dead shot yeah. in um, Suicide Squad was like, when I put on this mask, I'm a whole changed. different person. Right, and that's crazy. And Zemo had that same mentality. Like, he puts on the mask. He literally just... He pulls out a gun, looks down, and right. all of a sudden you see, like, like I don't even know what he was looking at. I thought he was going to shoot the guys. No. But man. he ends up firing a shot and blows up this container that I guess had gas in it. Right. Which so took out a group of them. Yeah, took out a group of them. And then not enough divided it, too, between them and them so they could stop and the then, shooting. And they he went down. And then he jumped down. was starting. He to, like, John Wick, too. Everybody John Wick up in here. Sharon was John Wick in it. And now, and now Zemo was John Wick in it. And they were just staring. They were like, is, there, like, is that Zemo? Like, like what? So, at some point, the guys run into another container. Right. Um, Sharon, I don't remember exactly what she was doing, but I know Zemo, eventually, they, they all walked away, and Zemo found what ended up being a car. Well, that'd be badass if Zemo just, just got away. And I think Sharon actually might have got with the guys. He pulls around. Mm-hmm. The guys walk out of the container, and he's like, well, get in. Right. Um, so they hop in. Because I was shocked. I was like, oh, he's, I thought he left. I Because I thought maybe he's going to just do a badass walk. I think he just killed some goons and just did Nah. Nah. Um, so they get into the car with him. They say bye to Sharon. Mm-hmm. They drive off, and then Sharon walks like around the corner to to a car that's sitting there with a lady standing next to it. How long have like, you been there? <laughs> she's like, "We've got a problem. Right. We'll talk about it on the ride." Right. So, um, so she gets in the car. We have no clue what that's about. Yeah. I have my speculations. So, right. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um. Now. Then it trans the transition scenes again mm-hmm. back to Latveria or Latvia wherever they're at mm-hmm. with the flag smashers um, and they're at a supply depot depot <laughs> depot um, for the CFR or whatever they were called the the CR it was the it was the GRC GRC oh, yeah. I think that's what it was yep um, but there's a supply depot there. Um, and they're, ro- they're about to rob them. This is where she's standing outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with yeah, talking to a, another, I guess, another Flag Smasher person, I guess. Which um, I don't know what his name is. I don't I don't think they never even mentioned who his name was, but he. But he's, he yeah. talks about at one point he wanted to be a cop or in the military or and something. And she said, I want like to be that. a teacher. Or, um, yeah. He was like, but they pay better money to be doing what I'm doing here. I guess so. Right. You know, um, you might die. And she wanted to be a teacher at some right. point, to help like, people. like Madonna. Right. Madonna's whatever her name is. Right. Um, Madoni. Yeah. Um, she wanted to be more like her, right? And he was like, "Well, maybe when we're done with all this, you can be that teacher." And I'm looking at her. I'm looking at him like, "Uh, that's not gonna happen, Coach." Yeah, <laughs> Even she looked at her like, "You do know that's n- never gonna happen, right?" <laughs> um, but yeah, she she says she remembers the first time she took the scare the serum, being super scared, feeling it course through she her veins. She was gonna die. 
she thought she was gonna die mm-hmm. ended up working out in the end for her right um uh, she says something about maybe she can help get it to all these kids in these camps wow which I'm guessing so here's the thing if it's Latveria it would make sense because Latveria in the comics was a place where refugees would go which is why it was so easy for Victor to leave right. them right because they were looking to someone right um so that could play to things like um and so then she reveals that Nagel this is where we where, where we find out they know that Nagel's now dead because yeah. she says Nagel died back in the yeah Mandrapore Mandrapore yeah okay 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 and I was trying to how they knew about that but yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she says um so the power broker should be coming to us begging us right yeah be- begging us to about to, to do it and I don't know that power broker <laughs> I think they they ain't backing down whoever yeah. this person is they ain't backing down for nobody so then the scene transitions to the prison. Where Zemo escaped from. Right. Oh, and here we go. Doofus and, and Battlestar. <laughs> Doofus and Battlestar are there. They in there, man. Um, and that's where they find out Sam and Bucky were there on the same day. And they were like, all right, cool. So they walk away. Right. And But Battlestar's like, you know, well, are you... Cap, Cap is like... Uh, well, yeah, John's... Yeah. If I remember correctly, Battlestar looks at him and he's like, yo... You can't believe they would do you this. You don't think they would do something like this. And he's like, oh, I know. And Cap's like, I damn sure believe oh, and know dear. that they did this. John got that look in his eyes. <laughs> got that look um, in his eyes. Because he knows they were just as desperate for information as they were. Right. So... So... So now you got them And then the Battlestar's even like, we can't just accuse him of that. And that's where John's like, well, sometimes when you gotta do things, you can't do them by the book. And this is where you start to see that darker side of John. John, John. And Battlestar's like, dude, are you sure? And he's like, look, if we, if we get the job done at the end of the day, it do you really matter. think they're going to matter? They're going to care about us doing it by the book or not? Jesus Christ, doofus is. Well, this is you. But that is U.S. agent. That's literally what you said. Like you said that like first, like well, yeah, first episode or whatever, or second episode, you was like, yo, this is a guy that he fights for rights, but he goes at a wrong cost about it, so he don't care. He does. I mean, look, look what we saw the first episode, or the first uh, minute of this episode. Do you know who I am? I'm like, he, he's ready. To, he don't care. He's ready. I'm glad we got an episode that had a lot of action that didn't have a whole lot of them in it. Because right. they're kind of leaving them to be mysterious, which is what I feel is a right. good move. Right, that's, that's, what, that's what they should be. Like, they, they're the whatever government, or I guess whatever now, they're going to be under the table now. So, But yeah, I'd rather them be as mysterious as possible. At least till the maybe fifth episode then. Grand show themselves, so yeah. So then we transition to being back on the airplane with Sam and Bucky and Zemo, right? Um, and Sam is kind of having a moment where he feels like shit because yeah, it's, it's like his little everything that happened to Sharon, what Isaiah went through, and Sam then. So Bucky's like, uh, it sounds like maybe I mis- made a mistake giving the shield to the government, and Bucky was like, you did. It had to take him to become his lowest point to finally realize and, that I fucked but up. But Sam also was like, maybe I should have just destroyed it. Ooh, like like Lord of the Rings. It just destroyed, like, destroyed the ring itself. And here's the thing. At this point, with everything that's gone on, Sam almost feels like the shield was... Like a curse? Incidentally used as a symbol of oppression. Because with Isaiah being one of the guys that were tested on them, testing everything on all those black guys... Right. Um... And just everything else that's gone on, and his uncomfortableness with feeling like he wouldn't be accepted as Captain America, and things like that. I, I really feel like um, he's kind of at a low point here. Right, and of course with Sharon, like and like how she's like, 
I can't see my. She said it. I can't see my family. My family don't even know I even exist. Or I, I don't. Yeah, they don't know that she exists. Yeah, or something like that. Like she just can't just hi because she said she walk on ground. They're gonna arrest her on like on the spot because she still wanted for letting out Captain Merck and all his people go. We don't know fully though. Okay. Because if they were pardoning people, right? Honestly, I don't think anyone even thinks about her. Okay. So you say she still could probably could probably walk. Well, so here's the thing. So we were talking about this last night. Right. Think about it. Falcon was heavily involved with right. that whole situation right. that originally originally happened. The airport scene. He right. didn't even remember she existed until he seen her. Because you got to think about it, with everything that happened. Like yes, they had that small moment there where it was in Civil War where everything was just going to shit. Everyone right. was against each other. Right. The Sokovia Accords were in effect. But then it's like you almost immediately transition from that into Thanos being there. And then all of a sudden, half of the population of Earth is gone. Um, so at this point, mm. no one's thinking about Sharon. She might have gotten dusted. She might not have. We don't even know. Okay, so that's why she says she can't see her family. Because maybe she, maybe they think she still got dust. I don't know. Um, it's just, so she um, knows that she was on the run. Right, right. But so, and then they stop Thanos. Everyone gets pardoned. But at the same time... Falcon's also still do, dealing with his own personal shit. Right. So he still is not in a place where he's thinking about... Because the court... Are the courts still around? There. Yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't know if they were still around or not. Like, well, I didn't okay, know. I don't know if the courts the, the accords are. I thought you said courts. Courts, like, sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I would think so. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to... Sort of accords. Like, I, I didn't know if they were still there. Like, I thought that was gone after Thanos and all that. But I guess they... But then I saw Infinity War and... Yeah, so they're still in place still, so... Maybe, we don't know. I thought when Don Chu was talking to the government dude, I forgot his name, William Hurt dude, um, I thought he was saying, like, you brought them here, they're, they're on the run, and he said, I'll get back with you or something. Right, but then Endgame happened. Yeah, then, yeah, of course, that, yeah, so... So again, I don't necessarily know if the Sokovia Accords are still there, because if you think about it, the, 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 the things that happened in Endgame... Right. Um, was almost proof that whether you know the heroes or not, they're needed. Yeah, we. Yeah, at the end of the day, so you're, you're still like going to need them. Like, I mean, that that whole even the trailer was like, well, we do the things that nobody think that we can ever do because they can't do it, but we can. We'll we'll take the final blow for you. So, but yeah, the, we got off topic here. But yeah, that was a uh, yeah, that was, was that was good. <laughs> so that's when Bucky looks at me. He's like. You know, you're not gonna destroy it. I'll take the shield from him if I have to. Right, and he said he would be that Captain like America. He wants to be Captain America. Right. If, if Sam's not gonna do it, Bucky feels like he should be the one doing it. And if and Sam, I mean, Winter Soldier looked like he would probably fit that mold a lot better because he would, you know, do all the things and everything like that. So yeah, definitely. Right. Um. So during all this, in between their conversation, at first you see Zemo. He gets on the phone. And he's like asking for for information on Madani, and then the guys you hear the voice yeah. on the phone say, "We'll get back with you." Then Sam and them have this conversation. Then Zemo's phone rings again, and right. he picks it up, and he's like, "Oh, right, yeah, okay. you can say, oh, yeah." So he hangs up the phone. He's like, "So Madani's dead, right? Just like that. Madani's dead. Boom. That's um, it." And because that was the one they were looking for, right? And then it goes back to Latvia, Latveria, wherever they are. And the flag smashers are in the process of robbing that supply post. 
Right. They're like, you've been sitting on this stuff for six months. Which that that's fair. That will take that. That's fair. That's that supply stuff that's in there, and you didn't want to give it to and the you're people. You're not helping people out. Help people out. So that's fair. They they could do that. Um, what happens after? I'm kind of question now. So then, they go in, or, or they walk out, and the guy that Carly was talking to, um. I don't remember what he said. He said something about terrorists or something like that. I don't remember exactly what he said. Right, well, he had a normal like, conversation with her. And, and she's and, like, we're fighting for our lives. Right, which that's true. Well, that's fine. And then, yeah, and uh, yeah. And then she closes the door. And he said, you got to put on your seatbelt. And her and the dude walk out. They walk, they get into the car. And she looks over, she's like, you need to put on your seatbelt. And he's, and he's like, like, huh? What? He's like, now. And as he's reaching to pull it over, you see Boom. both the car and the building kind of explode. The car next to him. Right. Kind of explode. And he looks at her. And he's like, like, "There were people there back people there. In there, right?" And she's like, "This is the only language these people speak." Wow. And I was like, "Okay, wow, this uh, <laughs> really?" Because <laughs> his expression was so surprising. He was surprised by it, like, "Oh, now, what is going on here? Like, what are you doing?" Something I feel like they're doing uh, as well are playing that walking that moral tightrope. Um, in the same way that Cap is, just yeah, that's what John. Because even even John even said. So that's gotta go under the book. It doesn't matter who we. It's it's funny how they play on that that whole thing. Like sometimes we go under the book and you know whatever, and then go back to the flag smashers and they just did that. It's kind of weird, but yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like like I don't necessarily see the flag smashers as villains. I mean, they are kind of a central villain group in the show. But I don't necessarily personally see them as villains. I see them as people that are trying to do the right thing, but doing it in an incorrect way. In the same way that Captain America is trying to do the right thing, but not doing it correctly. Right. Um, now, this is where they transition to the end of the, the episode, where this time we're in the same place, mm -hmm. except it's daytime. Mm -hmm. And it's Sam, Bucky, and Zima walking down the street. They're having a little conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and they walk up to this building... And at that point, Bucky looks at him. He's like, you guys go ahead and go inside. I got to take a little old walk for a I'm going to say, wait a minute. Do you know where you... <laughs> I mean, I guess he would know where he's at, I guess. I'm like, he just started walking away. Right, and they were like... You got breadcrumbs for yourself back home? Well, they, they were like, all right. So they walk inside, and at that point, he looks around. He walks over to the side of the thing and picks up this little ball. And it had Wakanda tech on it. Like, Wakanda, like language. Because I was like, is that Wakanda language? And it's making it makes like a little sound. And I'm yeah. thinking it was almost a um, a, a tracker piece. Yeah, but tracker piece. Because yeah. as he's getting like he, he's kind of looking he's around, freedom, then he kind of following it. Right. To and he ends up in this alley, where he's, when he gets into this alley, he's kind of looking around. He's like you drop this because he's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, he says you drop this, and he kind of kind of held up, and, and you don't see anybody. Awesome. Yep. And they pan to one side, and then finally, and it's Io. He, well, finally he stops, <laughs> and he goes. I wondered how long it was going to take for you to show up, and that's when he turns around. And it's Io, one of the door, the door Milaj. Because remember, if you go back to that, the beginning of this episode, he said, "You think they forgot that they killed? Was it to, not T'Chaka? The T'Chaka, the, 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 the first T'Chaka. Yeah, T'Chaka, the first father. Yeah, that. He said, he said, newsflash. They still remember that you did this. Like they still remember that Baron Zemo killed his father, which caused him to go crazy. And he went off like to go into like um, fighting mode. And she said straight up, she was like. We're here for Zemo. Yeah, that's it. And that's where the episode ended. Yeah, that's that, that's that ten out of ten on that one. That wow. Um, now I have no predictions for the Wakandan. No, yeah, I don't know why. 
I'm gonna need an episode with them interacting a little bit. Now, here's what I do have predictions on. Okay, what you got? All right, guys, this is the part of the show where we give our predictions if we have some. Oh, boy. I have two different ones. Oh, boy. They both involve the same thing, and it means it's kind of a branching one. It could go one way, it could go the other, and then I could also be completely wrong, and they could go in a completely different direction. Right. That's that it. does happen sometimes. Yeah. So, the thing that logically makes sense to me is I believe Sharon and Zemo together are the power broker. Right, because she could have just shot him. Well, easily. It's way more than just that. Okay. You're like you, you have that one thing you're holding on. No, it's way more than that. So much that happened okay. that kind of points it to me. Okay. Um, first off, why Sharon in that bar? Huh. If she's got clients that she's supposed to be meeting with, and things to do. Right. Why was she in that bar? In the Why is she hanging place? out in the bar in the first place unless she knows somebody was supposed to be there? Um, huh. And, okay. and here's the thing: of the three, mm. we know Sam and Bucky aren't in contact with her. They yeah. are surprised to see her. Yeah, they're like, "She's even said Sharon." Like, oh, okay. Um, which that kind of leaves Zemo as the only other person that could have contacted her to do whatever it is that they were doing. Plus, if you know, if you remember in the book that he had in the book, I'm yeah. wondering if that bookmark wasn't a form of communication with somebody on the outside. Because, mm. uh, yeah, they kept, the camera kept really focusing on, focusing on that, and I'm like, maybe now, that is something that, you know, yeah. I think she was called in mm-hmm. by Zemo because right. they knew, she he knew that they were going to be there, and he needed somebody to watch over in case shit hit the fan. Because then when they meet up with Sebi, or Selby, whatever her name is, right, she gets shot from outside the window, right, which was Sharon. Right, right, right. Yeah, was Sharon. Um, yeah. And when they run and get away, Sharon saves them again. Yeah. yeah. And Zemo of the three is the one that's not surprised to see her there. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. Now, progressing a little bit further, mm-hmm. Sharon often is talking about, I have clients I have to get to. Um, I'll get back with you. Right. Guys. Go enjoy you guys the bar. Go out, enjoy yourself. So, right. We know she's trying to find information, but if you notice, she wasn't gone for long. They no. definitely were not in that dance scene for longer than 15, maybe 20 minutes. I was, yeah, I was thinking about 10 minutes. Okay, 15 minutes, and then she just came out. Right. And then she comes out, she's like, come on. Right. It's like, whoa, okay. Well. So I think she knew where this scientist was. Right. Um, I, so did, did she know she, they were going to I kill actually him? think she was out letting the bounty hunters know where they were at. Oh. Or where they were going to be. So you think she might have been the one that issued the little? You guys are very popular. The hit, the hit man. Okay, so she probably played she it out. she probably initiated the hit. Yeah, initiate the hit. Even though like she's seconds. fighting, even though she's fighting back, but she also have to she also has to keep up with that look because nobody knows who the power broker is. Right. They just know somebody that pulls the strings behind the scenes. Right. Right. Um, now, if you think about it, moving forward from there, they get into this huge fight scene. Right, mm-hmm. and when first off, when Baron and them are down in there and they're talking, mm-hmm. how does Zemo know that gun is there? Yeah, yeah, I was wondering because he mean, walked because he literally to, just started, he walked up to that table, felt it. reached his hand under, grabbed and, it, and felt yeah, felt the gun, and he and just like and he just started like like and then he just started casing back very backwardly. Yep. So he knew that gun was there, right? And when Sharon ran in, and she was like, "Guys, we've got to go for the fifth time." <laughs> You see the scientist make eye contact with her and almost have that look of like, oh shit, 
Because yeah. he's going to be the one of the few people that's going to know who the power broker is. Right. And um, it was like simultaneously, like boom, and, boom, and then boom. And as soon as he makes eye contact, Zemo shoots him. And I think like, Zemo quick. shot him because I feel like he might have said some shit that would have gotten Sharon caught up by Falcon and, and right, Soldier. Like, you're the guy that, or you're the person that funded me the money. Like, and there you go. There it is. Boom. Um. So then they get out. Mm-hmm. They work together to get free and kill all the people. Um, <laughs> yeah. At which point, she walks around the corner. She leaves them. Right. And when she's getting ready to get into the car, there's that lady that's standing there. And she's like, we have an issue. And she seemed like she knows Bucking them are slowly catching on to what's going on. And maybe not that it's her. Right. But she knows they'll eventually get there, and it's, it's time to figure something out. Like they got to figure out how they're going to get away with this. Right. Um. And then. Um. One of the reasons I think this is also a very plausible scenario, because mm-hmm. the one hole that kind of hurts this is this idea that Zemo is out trying to kill people that are super soldiers. Right. But the problem is Bucky is kind of a super soldier. He yeah. never tried to kill Bucky. But he had control of Bucky. And that's what that he liked that. And I think that's what the thing is. It's not that he doesn't want other people to be super soldiers. Right. He just doesn't want other people he can't control to be them. And that's what I said. Maybe that's why he didn't like, uh, I said, well, that's why he killed them because he's like, well, and right, he wants to be one of the controlling them. It would make sense as to why he's so willingly working with um, Bucky and Sam. Is that's going to be the easiest way to get to the people that stole the serum from him, right? And Sharon. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely think they have their communication between each other. In that scenario, here's my other scenario. Oh, this dear. could be completely different, mm-hmm. and this is just involving Sharon. She might not be power broker. She might not even be working for power broker. She actually might be a might might be working undercover. As a sword agent. With sword. With sword. Or just with sword in general. Because yeah. the way I'm thinking is we've already seen that scrolls can take the image of people. And I'm pretty sure somebody during the time when uh, Talos was portraying Samuel L. Jackson. Um, Samuel L. Jackson's character, uh, Nick Fury, right. might have approached her in Mandrafor and been like, hey, there's an unknown activity that could lead to mutatic. that, that could be. Um, like a mutant, like upbringing. I, like she might be there to be watching out for mutants. Right, right. Oh, well, helping. Okay, so like to help, like help mutants out, right? No, saying? no. Keeping an eye on the situation. What does Sword and Shield do? They try to prevent from bad things happening. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, after everyone comes back, right? People are starting to develop these mutant powers. Right. She might be there to be keeping an eye on things. That way, if things start to get out of hand and mutants start acting out in a way that they shouldn't, right. S.W.O.R.D. can get involved um, and, and try and help prevent whatever it is that's going on. That would be one way to actually, because we haven't heard about Wild S.W.O.R.D. since that WandaVision, that would be one way to actually bring them somehow apart into that, well, into Cap- Fat Falcon, Falcon, Captain Winter Soldier. So, as far as predictions go, those are the two that I got. That's that's all I got in terms of moving forward. I don't know. I got one prediction. I think with Io now there, I think Winter Soldier's going to try to convince her to kind of help them. That's my only Probably. prediction. Like, in a way, like... Because I, I know it's going to be like a deal. It's like with the with, with Sibi with the deal. It's like, okay, 
if you help us find, you know, do or you know with the power, help us like with our situation, then I'll give you Zemo. Now, whether they do or not, whatever, but that's like, you know, give and take. So you help us, you can get Zemo. Like, that's it. Now, the biggest problem I can see coming out of all of that, and this was something I thought anyways, I don't think Zemo's going to be captured by anyone at the end of this series. Yeah, I think he might get up out of here. I really think he might escape this shit, man. If he ends up back in Mandrapur, they can't extradite him from Mandrapur back to anywhere. Yeah, he'll just get out. So the Wakandans would have to go to Mandrapur themselves (laughs) to pick him up, which could honestly be what Wakanda's about. If you think about it, Wakanda's coming up. There's another um, Disney Plus show that's coming out. So it's going to basically... I mean, and that would be badass. I I wouldn't mind watching that because that's literally... And to They're my, getting Zemo. And to my understanding, a lot of Hawkeye is going to take place in Mandapur. Because it's based on a story of Ronan going through Mandapur and killing people that don't deserve to live. Right. Because this is like... Or at it, least it's based off of that. Right. Right. But yeah, like somehow it's going to be like... Because everything, everything, everything's about deals and under the table. So that's really this whole episode. Deals and do things off the book. So that's why we're probably going to still be following that just a little bit of like for that fourth episode. Because you're like, like, I know you want him. But please, I'm, I'm also still waiting for. Now it's funny. You notice mm. uh, Zemo had called out the name of the dude that um, Yuri. Yuri. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering if something might not happen to Yuri because of Zemo, because he knows the guy's name now. Right. Right. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. I. I, I think. Zemo is tr- trying to look out for himself. Always. Always. Because <laughs> when he's like, I, like, put your guns down and all that, like, I think everything's a plan just to look out for himself so he can get back on top. Uh, or was he ever on top? I, no, I don't think he never... He's, just really, he's really smart. He's good at manipulating. But he wants to be on top now. I feel like this is now the time that he got... Look, he got two superheroes. He got this third superhero sharing down like he got not nah, he look he seems like he have a Wakandi involved like bro he's he's using all the it's he, that's why I think like you're right he might be the power bro or he might just be the power broker himself. Could that's be. my only but that's another prediction. He might just be the power broker himself because he got all these superheroes and like, oh okay. I mean I'm I'm gonna still escape but watch bet I'm gonna use these guys like puppets to kill off everybody else because they can leave me to other people and then I will be on top while they will still do whatever. And I definitely think we're still going to get at least because we got three episodes left. Yep. And I, don't, I don't think the whole episode is going to be about it, but I think we're going to get one episode where half of it is at least going to be explaining um, what happened to Sam. Yeah, we still need that. And his family. We still need that 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 story. And it might start episode four like that. It literally might start episode four where it literally. I think it's going to come down to it's going to be Bucky and him arguing about something. Yeah, not no therapy session, but like a real and I argument. Think, I think Sam's going to finally explain to him why he's thinking the way that he is. Right. And I think that's where we're going to get the flashback stuff. Right. Because remember, in the trailer, we still got to get back to that house of them throwing the shield, and so we're partners now doing this or whatever. That, that, might, have been, that might be how it ends, though, if you think about it. Okay. You think that's how? They, they, they have to get the shield back first. Okay. Okay. So you think like that's how you see, you see it where it's like we're just they're they're just gonna just come together like that at the end of the whole possibly. Okay. Or, I, I mean I don't know. It's it's just it's one of those things where it's like obviously we can't get to that scene until they confront John. Yeah, they got they gotta 
Yeah, that we that, don't know how long that's going to be, and yeah. I don't I don't see them fighting Cap until the last episode. Which, by the way, guys, that fight might—he say it won't be good. I think it might be good because let me tell you, John like because John ready to fight anybody, right? He he ready to fight, bro. Like and that's what well, I was like. The thing. There's a good chance John will be the first one to actually find the flag smashers. Yep. All it's going to take is him getting a vial of that stuff, and all of a sudden he's a super soldier. And that's one thing we need to get to. I hope like that. I would like for that to happen actually, like him getting that vial. So now he won't just be no doofus. Now he'd be doofus who can throw a shield, and now he got a little bit of a punch to his little bit of pep in his set when it comes to fighting. And it's the serum that that Steve Rogers took in Winter Soldier. Oh man, that, now he now he's a threat now. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Now, as far as time for us to give our ratings. I give it a 10. I give it a 9. Give it a 9 out of 10. Solid 9. I'm not ranting, so I'm happy now. I'm happy. I, I, I think the episodes have progressively gotten better. Yep. Um, This has been an amazing series, total. Yeah, overall. I'm liking it, man. I don't know if I like it more than WandaVision yet. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of things that happened in one division that got me super stoked. So like, I'm, it's it's all going to depend on these last obviously this these last, last three episodes. episodes. That's a dumb comment to make, but <laughs> no, it, it, it's obviously like it's just there's going to have to be stuff that happens right. to get me super excited. They want one thing I'm going to complain about Marvel, you have trained me for what 15 years. Yep. Yeah. You have trained me for 15, 20, somewhere between 15, 17 years, however long they, this shit's been going on. Right. Oh, no, 10 years was only a couple years ago. 10 years? Cause I was like Maybe it was like 13 to 15, 15 years. 15 when I saw Iron but Man. Yeah. You've been training me since Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1. To yeah. watch post credit scenes. And I've been literally... <laughs> I've literally been trying to find some post credit scenes. I really and for it. every episode it ends... I'm fast forwarding twenty I'm seconds at a time doing that shit. Like, through the fucking this credits, <laughs> just to be disappointed. Oh shit! Now I know they waited until about halfway through the series to start doing in credit scenes for, for one division. And really, that so, should have been a post credit scene for the uh, that that you see Io the 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 Wakandian. Like that should have been, but it is what it is. So we are now at a point where this next episode, I'm gonna need something. Damn it. Because what you're going to yeah, do is... Yeah, damn it, too. He said, yo, you better give me something. Stop you're playing. going to train us right, to not yeah. look at post-credit scenes. Yeah. And then people are going to miss shit. Right. And then watch. We'll come back like, hey, did you see this? And be like, no, because literally we've been looking and, and it's like 20 seconds. And then it's like, done. Next episode. So, all right. So, literally either fourth or fifth, we need to be seeing right. something. Some post-credit scene. So, yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, guys, so I guess that's going to do it. Yeah, we did it. Another episode down. Catch Boom. us next week. Keep um, watching us. Find us. We're here everywhere. Catch, a, catch us next week. Next week we'll be covering, again, Season 1, Episode 4 of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Be sure to like, comment, and share, whether it's through YouTube, Spotify. Uh, just get us out there, guys. Like, I feel like we have good content. I feel like we I have tr- good content. I try to be cool. <laughs> Ralph forgets some things, but it's okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Just We're you cool know, people. help us get out there. We'd love to be a be a be a forefront in Marvel movie news. Yeah, we want to beat up everybody. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to beat up anybody. <laughs> no, no, I mean, we, I mean, we'll be the top of YouTube. <laughs> uh, at least in Marvel conversation. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. So with that being said, we love y'all. Thank y'all for watching. We'll see y'all later. Have Excelsior. a good day. Peace out. We're gone. <laughs>